the snap, looking, flips the ball, diving for the pylon, and he's got it! Razzle-dazzle! Touchdown, Houston! And the Texans go in front! There is no off-season for your Houston Texans. Game day is every day. We had a lot of energy, and we brought a lot of spark for this organization. The best is yet to come. Five nights a week, the hits keep on coming. Wallace out. The Texans say they have it, and they do! Now, it's Texans All Access. Hello, Texans, and welcome to the show. Mark Vandermeer with you, and John Harris is joining us tonight, of course. Johnny, we have a deal. Yes. We got yes. a deal. It's done. League Players Union, they inked a deal today. I don't know if they used actual ink, but they agreed to terms. Do they docu-sign? I wonder how they actually do that. But anyway, they agreed to terms on how training camp, how the protocols are going to go for this year, salary cap, all of it. It's great news because I got to admit, in the back of my mind, I was thinking, and look, COVID could still derail this whole thing, obviously. But in the back of my mind, I was thinking, oh, we don't get a deal here. This is, you can't get the first base, you know. Uh, yeah. But now you're going to get the first base here, and to use an analogy from another sport, and you can <laughs> at least take a test drive during the training camp period, get yep. to the starting line, see how it goes. We're all just praying it goes well because I, the numbers for the positives, even the hospitalizations, I was watching that curve, and it's yep. kind of curving back up a tinge the last couple of days. i got to hope that somehow this thing flattens out. Um, and, you know, from a football context that you can play football, from a life context that the thing flattens out and, you know, goes into the ground. So did I yeah, win no that doubt. okay pretty much? Yeah, I mean, it, you, you hit it. I mean, we've, we've talked about that since March, uh, probably like March 14th, I think, mm-hmm. or 15th, somewhere in, in that time frame. And, I, you know, you just never know with this whole thing when – you know, when you're going to feel like a million bucks and when you're going to feel like, oh, I mean, last night, uh, my daughter, poor, I just feel for her. I mean, she's a senior. It's her senior year and everything has just gone to, to you know what. And she's lost so many things. And then graduation supposed to be Saturday. And, of course, now the hurricane's going to hit and we're going to get a bunch of rain. So then they moved it to Sunday. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. But then today oh. she woke up and she made contact with somebody that was – potentially looking for somebody for a film and she was interested and all of a sudden it just kind of changed her world. And that was kind of the way that I felt Mark with this whole, uh, you know, with this whole thing, because I kind of waited for days. Um, like, gosh, are we going to have a season? It didn't look good. You had the tweet storm on Sunday. And it's like, man, what I, what I do, what you and I do, you know, for, for me growing up as a coach's kid, a fo- head coach, uh, you know, of football. I mean, I've been around the sideline my entire life. Like are we gonna have that? Yeah. I've never not I've never not had that in my life. Like what? I mean, holy cow! And then you see things happening today that can at least, like you said, get us get us at least out of the driveway. And we'll see. Obviously, we can navigate the traffic with all that's gone on. But first and foremost, as we have said the entire time, football. We'll always take a backseat to everybody's health, getting people back healthy, doing what it is that they do, living their lives like they're supposed to. Um, but uh, that's obviously first and foremost. And it's first and foremost for our players, for our organization, for the fans, for the people in our community. Uh, and hopefully, like you said, those things can come down. I saw something today. Uh, I can't remember who I saw tweeted saying that 
hospitalizations have gone down and you know beds available have gone up and those kind of things are, are good news and and look we'll look for good news anywhere we can sure. where we can find it where we can find it um and for the nfl today seemingly was some good news and you know look do you want to see the salary cap go down in 2021 no but they came to an agreement on how they're going to be able to navigate it and now teams can start making decisions about what they've got to do in 2021 going forward and i mean that's that's in the future but it's something that you've got to be cognizant of now as you head into 2020 with where you are with contracts all that kind of stuff so the good news is the nfl the nfl pa like you said shook hands high-fived uh you know fake air five fake tug whatever they did they zoom called high five whatever but they got it done and agreed to and so now we move forward and now we put the plan in place the health plan what happens when guys test positive what happens when this what happens when that what about this what about that and then hopefully we'll be able to play ball starting september 10th which would be kind of nice on thursday night all right cap stays at 198 million the salary cap remains the same for this season for yes. next season it can go no lower than 175 million that's a big dent right there but if revenue turns out to be a little bit better than they thought for whatever right. reason you know maybe Fan capacity increases, COVID calms down in certain areas. However you want to slice that, yeah. it can go up from 175, but they set a floor of $175 million for next year. That's going to be a very touchy situation for a lot of teams who are up against it already mm-hmm. as far as 2021, but they'll deal with it. Uh, yeah. that, that right there, Johnny, is certainly worth watching. And I, Look, I don't know if they can change that going into next year. Uh, based on what happens this year, because that that floor they set, it might be ambitious considering what the league is losing, but they're yeah. going to go with it for now. Yeah, and you know it's it, it's interesting you you bring it up that way, Mark, because there are a few teams that probably need that number to move. The Philadelphia Eagles, just looking at some somebody had posted some of the contracts and things that they have going into twenty twenty one. It's like, oh my god, holy cow! My immediate thought was. Okay, now that you know this, you know this about 2021, right. you know that they're going to spread it out all the, you know for the four years, so there's going to be impact on the salary cap. How does that impact Deshaun. Deshaun's upcoming yeah. contract? Yeah. Because when, I don't know what, when that came out, there was a rumor, I think PFT had something that Deshaun was looking for a three-year deal, which is kind of the Russell Wilson model. Look... You kind of every three, four years, kind of see where right. you are. Three-year kind of extension, key- though, after yeah, three next year. Extension. Right, mm-hmm. three-year extension. But his thought has always been, you know, Russell Wilson, it's like I'll play three, four years, kind of see where I am, kind of keep moving myself back up in the top five, you know, quarterbacks up to number one. Then guys get contracts above me. I keep moving back after three, four years. And then you see Patrick do this uh, with his 10-year deal, and you go, hmm, okay, it's a different philosophy. And – when you look at the cap hit for the first couple of years that they almost kind of built in COVID-19 into this seemingly because they, they had the first two years where the cap hit is very, very, very low. Like it's almost backup quarterback low, but then in 2023, then it starts really hammering them a little bit. So we'll see how the chiefs have to adjust. And the Texans have not got a deal done with Deshaun, And I don't know how this is going to play into it. I'm sure they probably have looked at a lot of different scenarios 
in in their discussions, but I would imagine this is going to have to play in because if he signs a deal like Russell Wilson got, then it's going to take up a significant portion of that 175 in 2021. Uh, if it's more kind of a Patrick deal where it's a little bit longer, but the first few years to kind of navigate the salary cap drop in uh, COVID-19 world, then maybe it'll end up being okay. We'll see. Yeah. Well, look, you could always say that it doesn't kick in until year six for him, right? Sure. Uh, and you give him a signing bonus that hits you this year and maybe a little bit next. I don't know. There are different ways there's you, a way can, you do can do it. Look, there's yeah. ways you can do it. You're, abs- you're absolutely dead on, Mark. But what you can't have is like Philadelphia, where they they went all in over 17 and 18 to get to a point where they felt like they were going to be able to manage this thing yeah. in 2020. Mark, it's, I mean, it's crazy what they're going to have to do um, with the players that they have if the, the salary cap is indeed at 175. Look, if it was even stayed flat at 198, they were going to have to cut five, six, seven names that you know or renegotiate. Um, it, it's, man, uh, it's, it's going to be tough. Now, there are some teams like the Colts who Ballard doesn't pay anybody, <laughs> but DeForest Buckner, he doesn't pay anybody. Right. So they're just sitting there going, yeah, you guys can all come here. I don't know. Maybe you saw COVID in the distance. Uh, I'm sure the NFL analysts would love to tell you that about Ballard because everybody loves him. Uh, but the fact is there are some teams that are sitting in good shape. I, honestly, Mark, I think the Texans are probably in decent shape. They'll have to make some moves. There might be some things they're not going to be able to do, but I think they'll get the deal done with Deshaun. They'll have, Lar- they'll have he and Laramie uh, locked up for a while. They'll have the offensive line together for a while. We'll have some decisions to make on receivers in due time. Um, but, you know, I think as far as 2020 goes, they'll rock on and, and see where they are and, and what they're going to do. All right, other things about the agreement today between the NFLPA and the National Football League to make sure they can get started playing football here in 2020. The practice squad will go up to 16 players, and four are protected so that means, uh, let's say you put Magoo, he's the uh, third-string quarterback, oh. uh, on the practice squad, you can protect yeah. him. You can protect a quarterback, so you can stash a quarterback on the practice squad, put him in that four-protected number. That means no other team can come get him. So usually with a practice squad, you can sign anybody from anybody's practice squad, but you have to sign them to your active roster. Well, now you can't touch the protected four among that 16. So really, you get two additional regular practice squad guys, and then you get four more protected, which really means, Johnny, the roster goes to 57 players, that means. And that's a good thing, but it's really it's not a 57-player roster in that you can't just decide on Sunday morning, to, well, you could actually, to put that practice squad player on but uh you have to sign him to the active roster it's going to be a contract situation whereas you're 53 you dress 46 you just sit guys down you don't have to make that decision till minutes before 10 30 for a typical noon start so i found that interesting we we hypothesized about that you got to have extra players to get through this thing yes you do and now think about it johnny you could have four additional or you know just bring four additional offensive linemen and another quarterback and you know like we were joking those guys are the most important obviously uh everybody else you can kind of mess around with uh, as far as subbing in i like this move i think it was utterly necessary i think everybody has to agree that it's a, a good thing relative to the times we're living in 
Yeah, that's there's no question. That's the that's the thing to me when I uh, when I saw a practice squad going up, and then you protect four guys. Well, that's that's always a worry, uh, you know, with with Alex Magoo. You know, one of the things about the last oh I don't know how many how many weeks Magoo was on the on the fifty three man roster. The worry was is if you if you re- to get a guy to the practice squad under the old rules, you he was on your fifty three. Now you got to move. You want to move him to the practice squad. Well, it's a two step process. First of all, you have to waive him, then subject subject him to waivers. Well, any team at that point could go. Whoop, we'll take him, right? Um, because technically, you have to release that player, waive that player. If he clears waivers, then you can bring him back to your practice squad at that point. Well. There's no guarantee with a guy like Alex Magoo, especially when we were, uh, I think, Jacksonville. Uh, when Fol- was it Foles got hurt? or some Jacksonville's deal- Something going on with Jacksonville's quarterback situation. And he had been with Jacksonville, I think, in the, in the training camp time. And it was like, man, you can't subject him to waivers because somebody's going to snap him up. So you have to keep him on the 53. So I, I kind of want to see the mechanics of it that if you protect a guy – Say he's on your 53-man roster and you're like, you know what, we, we really need room for somebody else in the 53. Is he protected when he goes through the waiver process? Like you can just bypass the waiver process and just go right straight uh. to the practice squad. That's going to be the key to me is whether you can – if you can do that, oh, man, then then that's that's what you do with your third quarterback. You put your third quarterback on that uh, on that practice squad group um, and you just bypass. You don't have to carry him on the 53. It opens you up to carry another player on the roster. You don't have to carry the third quarterback, and then you protect that quarterback in on the practice squad. I mean, it's it's perfect. It's not great for the third quarterback, but it's a way in which you can maintain continuity if you like, obviously, the three guys that you have, and I would think the Texans do uh, with Deshaun, A.J., and with Magoo. So it's – that's the piece I'd like to see whether that's – because if you're subject to waivers, I would think that's what it's going to do. It's going to protect you from the waiver process. That, that's, my, that's my hunch. It has to. Um, it has to. It makes it no to. sense. You should be able to name – as you name your 53, here are our four protected, and then the other 12 slots you have to you know, throw caution yeah. to the wind and wave them and, and try to get them back. Right. Um, I, 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 I think that's where it, it's got to be. It's got to go like that. And – Everybody who said, well, it's going to be a tough year for, you know, no preseason games for the rookies, for, uh, you know, undrafted free agents, rather, people trying to hang on. Yes, it will be, but there are that mo- that many more jobs, six per team. Yep. That more that, that many more jobs out there uh, to try to just make an impression, maybe contribute, maybe ultimately play, and uh, you'll – be able to spend time with the team and the check is pretty good if you're on the practice squad i mean you're making yeah. six figures uh it's not a bad deal uh especially if you're trying to catch on so that's good stuff it's not I a think teacher it's, salary i can tell you that mark it's yeah not yeah. a teacher well, salary I can, it's I can like a that. highfalutin published professor with tenure actually yeah. there's no tenure there's yeah. no te- they would take tenure yeah. there's okay. no tenure here mark, here's I another question way. i got okay, i got go a question it, this is okay you you have not taken over as head coach of the Texans. Uh-oh. Yeah. Okay. How do you handle this with undrafted free agents, younger players, and the like in practice? 
I know that you've got to get your you got to get your ones ready. You got to get your guys ready. I mean, Kansas City right out of the shoot. You got to be ready. It wouldn't matter who it was, whether it was the Washington football team or it was the Kansas City Chiefs. I just wanted to say Washington football team to make sure I could do it, or, right. or the Eagles or whomever. It doesn't matter who it is. You got to get your guys ready. But you also, from an analysis standpoint, you've got to see what you got because here's the other thing about not having preseason games. You don't see what everybody else has. You yeah. have no idea. One of the things about joint practices. And the preseason game is you get a long look at guys in those camps. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to have that now. You won't oh, have that in preseason games. You won't have that in joint practices. So you need a long look at those guys. I would imagine if – would you as head coach – I think if I were you, and I'm making you the head coach, get your mm-hmm. opinion, I would have controlled scrimmages and I would kind of cut the roster almost in half and say – these guys are staying. We, we've talked about this 20-play scrimmage or 30-play scrimmage or whatever it is, uh, and we're putting this in so we get an opportunity to look at younger guys on this roster. This is how we're going to replace, in some sense, the preseason, the lack of preseason games, and the lack of joint practices. What would you do? Uh, you know, it's funny because um, talking to some guys at the University of Miami who played for Howard Schnellenberger, they would play – I forget what they – what day they did it on, but the scout teams would play a game. And the scout teams, you know, we were talking about this the other day about how freshmen there were playing on special teams and some of them were big names, but that was back in the day before they had all those great recruits, but they were a good team under Schnellenberger. But they would have a game they called the Toilet Bowl, and it was the (laughs) scout teams, the scout team offense versus the scout team defense, and they'd play the Toilet Bowl. And that was a game that all the all the seniors and juniors, you know, all the upperclassmen, the guys who were regular players, they would be on the sideline going nuts watching these young bucks yeah, on the yeah, scout yeah. team go at yeah. it. Now, I don't think you do that here, but as you say that, I'm wondering, you know, how you can divide things up. You know, yeah. you could ease not easily, you could run two different practices, you know, one for the threes and one for the ones and the twos, but Ultimately, is that really doing you any good? If you, I think what you'll see, though, Johnny, is players more distanced on the field. But I think the bigger picture here is you bring up the point of all points. This is unprecedented. Now, we talked about 2011 with no offseason program because of the lockout, and then they got together and they did what they did. We've never had it where there's no preseason games, yeah. and there's no fans at training camp. If there were fans at training camp, stuff would leak out, phone, video, scouts yeah. disguised as, oh, yeah, I'm a huge Eagles fan, but I'm really a scout for the Giants, uh, <laughs> taking video with his phone. You know, yeah. you'd have all sorts of stuff happening. Now, what's going to get out? Nothing. It's going to be fresh. Opening night against Kansas City, all the flim-flam, dipsy-doodle, uh, off all those jet sweeps and reverses and fake reverses. You can run all that stuff. They have no idea. Now, they would have no idea anyway because you wouldn't run that in the preseason. But yeah. it's really a mystery, right? You're going to yeah. see, I mean, what are they going to do with Randall Cobb? What are they going to do right. with Cooks? Cooks, Fuller, and Stills available at the same time with Cobb and these tight ends. What are they going to do? So yep. I-, I think it's going to be fun to watch. I don't know how you cut it up in practice. All right, we'll get more into that. I also want to give my review of what we saw last night. Baseball started, Astros start tonight. Uh, What was the TV experience like? I watched NBA yesterday, too, because they're scrimmaging in their bubble, and I've got some thoughts on that. Plus, tales from the booth. We'll hear one at least from Johnny and one from me. Let's get to it all. It's Texans Radio. 
For the most in-depth coverage of your favorite team and players, check out HoustonTexans.com. June's Houston Texans Star of Courage Award presented by Apache will be presented to Houston Police Department Lieutenant Bridget Loomis. Lieutenant Loomis sets an exemplary leadership standard for all with her commitment to service. Recently, she went above and beyond to help a mother and her two children escape a domestic abuse situation, taking care of their hotel bill when shelters were full. Her willingness to serve those around her for the past 23 years means more to her community than she knows. The Houston Texans and Apache would like to congratulate her for being our June Star of Courage Award recipient. At Whataburger, how do you make something that's already fresh even fresher? By adding fresh new things, like crisp pico de gallo for a little kick, and creamy cilantro lime sauce for that extra whoa, and two slices of pepper jack cheese, because of course, that's three new fresh things on top of two fresh beef patties, which all adds up to Whataburger's new limited-time pico de gallo burger. Good thing for fresh things. Good thing there's Whataburger. Stay connected with the Houston Texans and join the Stampede email newsletter for the latest news and team stories. Each month, Stampede members have the opportunity to win sideline experiences, tickets, autographed team memorabilia, and more. Visit HoustonTexans.com to sign up. Make sure you follow the Texans on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And take the Texans with you wherever you go with the Texans app and never miss an update. Hey, Texans fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day. So skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. What makes Ford F-Series the best in Texas? Just listen to the folks who drive them. Ford is by far ahead of any other competitor out there. The technology that they put in the trucks, it's incredible. I love it as a family vehicle. I love the size and the space for my daughter. If you want reliable, dependable, and a good-looking truck, Ford's the way to go. I want to drive the leader. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling trucks and the best in Texas. Ford is the best in Texas. Lots more to break down. He's in. Touchdown, Houston. Next on Texans Radio. Right now, many of us are unsure about what may come next. At Reliant, we want to help you light the way. With 24-7 customer care and online support, we're here for you today, and we'll be here long after we power through this. Just visit Reliant.com slash light the way or call 1-866-RELIANT. Because even though we're a bit farther apart these days, We're all in this together. Reliant. That's power. Your way. PUCT number 10007. Houston Methodist is still here for you, seeing patients who need our care. Even in these uncertain times, our commitment remains the same. We put our patients at the center of everything we do. We can see you virtually. We can talk to you on the phone. We can even see you in person if needed. Rest assured, we are taking every precaution to keep you safe. We're still here for you. Contact your doctor's office or visit HoustonMethodist.org slash here for you. Hey, Texans fans. Are you ready for football? First Community Credit Union is drafting you to be a part of the exclusive Texans checking account team with a Texans debit card. Choose your play to score the card you want to carry. 
Stay focused because more designs will hit the field soon. You'll be the envy of everyone flashing your Texans debit card. Get yours today at FCCU.org slash Texans and join the team at First Community Credit Union, the official credit union of the Houston Texans. Do you know an outstanding Latino leader who is making a positive impact on Houston? Nominate them today for the Houston Texans Campeón de la Comunidad Award. Presented by Miller Lite. The award honors a leader in the Latino community who is making a positive impact on the city of Houston through service to a local nonprofit. Winner will receive a $20,000 grant for their nonprofit and recognition at a Texans home game. Visit HoustonTexans.com backslash campeón to nominate a Latino leader today. The Texans report for testing tomorrow. And it will look unlike anything we've ever seen. It's going to be walkthroughs, learning and installing the offense, mentally getting reps. With the first real practice not till mid-August. Hang on to your helmets. Actually, you can put your helmet in the corner. You don't need that for a few weeks. Details are changing every day. And we'll keep you updated on the new look training camp as Texans news breaks. Houston's Sports Leader, Sports Radio 610. If you love podcasts and you love the Texans, you'll love our Texans podcasts. Now available on iTunes and HoustonTexans.com. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you. Hope you're having a safe start to the weekend, no matter what you're doing, as darkness is upon us johnny is it pretty dark on the west side of town because southwest side of town it's you know a little uh uns- i'll yeah. say unseasonably oh, dark for uh 6 in Ooh. the summertime i'm looking over in your direction yeah it's dark it's coming this way it's yeah, coming yeah. this way it's that because we're on the dirty side of this thing right is that yeah i mean it sounds like i mean the the i saw a report earlier today that said that the hurricane was actually going to hit further south than they had initially expected then again, if we're on the we're on the backside of that thing, um, we're still going to get it. We would need it to go really, really south. But um, you know, it's late July, and we got hurricane number what? How how many is this? Is this the second tropical storm hurricane we've had in the last uh, last couple months? I guess I don't know. Maybe really? I'm wrong yeah, about that. Yeah, I guess but so. I don't know. I remember a tropical storm hitting, and we were all bracing for you know a bunch of flooding. We didn't get a whole lot, so hopefully that's what this is as well. But yeah. Um, obviously, we I, I think we all, even three years later, still have a little bit of uh, Hurricane Harvey PTSD, so to speak. So um, still, I I yeah, still. And I uh, how am I going to walk my dog tonight? That's what I'm wondering. You know, yeah. she's going to need to go out. Yeah, th- the these are big things. problems. OK, so uh, before we get to anything else, uh, football related, did you watch anything last night? Did you watch some baseball? Did you watch any basketball? I was watching NBA TV. They had the Lakers mm-hmm. and the Mavs. And uh, they were scrimmaging, but yeah. they were in the bubble, of course. So I checked out that TV experience. I watched uh, – I, in fact, I turned it on during uh, one of the breaks near the end of the show just so I could have it on my computer. And I was watching the Nationals and the Yankees. And I liked the Nationals-Yankees leaving the seats behind home plate, just leaving them alone. And I'll be curious to see what fan, uh, what what people think tonight watching the Astros. Well, those cardboard cutouts in in the Crawford boxes, um, and then how that goes because I I didn't like them when I was watching the Korean Baseball League, and didn't really like them in Chavez Ravine. So yeah, I didn't yeah. like them either. I didn't, I didn't like care them. For them. 
I thought, but I did. That, I did care for Nationals and Yankees though. That was that was fun. just. It was live sports again, and I'm watching. I'm watching you know real baseball players, real professional. Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton. I mean, watching those guys. Max Scherzer, Max Scherzer's pitching, Garrett Cole's pitching. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Yeah, I uh, I enjoyed it too. What I saw of it. Uh, but I agree, the cardboard cutouts aren't cutting it for me, especially with the white outline of the people yeah. themselves. It looked like they were like little angels or something. These people have gone to heaven, <laughs> and we're honoring them. They're no longer with us. It it looked like something like that, and then somebody tweeted the look from behind, and it looks like gravestones or something. Uh, yeah. It just didn't work for me, and I know people pay for that, so good for you. But uh, I don't know. That that was not a good look. I think the NBA – now, the NBA is a significant advantage here. It's a basketball floor. It's a yeah, smaller yeah. space. Uh, you can really decorate it, and it's not going to look the way it normally looks during a game. No question about that. But the way they're doing things in the bubble – uh, with the Lakers had their – it was a home game for them, home scrimmage. So they yeah. have video boards all along the the opposite side from where the camera is. So they just say Lakers, Lakers, like all over the place. Yeah. And then you have the benches, which are more like soccer benches, and they're all spread out. So yeah. it felt like there were some people around, you know, and they yeah. had fake crowd noise. And I asked Dave Keeney, who's our uh, Texans preseason TV producer who also does the Mavs, I said, well, what did you guys do? Is that crowd noise? Are you piping that into the broadcast? He said that was the Lakers piping that in. We oh, didn't wow. pipe anything in. They did it online yesterday. It wasn't even on TV. Um, that wasn't a real game. And he said there is noise in the building, but it's not much. And, yeah. you know, they're going to rely on the broadcast to pick how they want to deal with it. I, the fake crowd noise is – Johnny, I don't like it. I don't yeah. like fake crowd noise. I, well, I, you ugh. you have always – You've got an ear for things. Like sometimes you'll listen to a segment of the show and you'll tell me like what was a bad maybe a bad edit that I did or that was not the right <laughs> edit or you can like sense things that don't fit together or don't sound right. Meanwhile, me, I'm just lucky to hear it because I'm deaf in one ear. So I'm just lucky that I heard it. Um uh, but I what was I watching? Um it, uh, I was I may have been a baseball game and they the crowd there was a strikeout at the to end the inning and they had a crowd cheering and I was kind of like eh, I don't know yeah. I just didn't know whether whether I liked that or not so I'll be curious you've seen this whole the the Fox Sports thing about it. they're gonna put virtual people in the stands nope. don't like it don't like it I'd rather decorate the way the NBA is doing and you know I saw this yeah. when. I was watching the basketball tournament, that tournament on ESPN, yeah, that, you know, TBT. 24 teams. Yeah, I liked the way they did it. I thought, mm, that's not a bad look. And the NBA is more money, obviously, so they're going with electric video boards, electronic boards, where you can change the logos out because they're all going to share floors. You know, I don't know mm-hmm. how many floors they have there in the bubble, but um, I assume it's more than one. So I, I, I thought they did it well. I know the NFL, it's brutal. You get a 70,000-seat stadium, but mm-hmm. you're going to have some fans. And yep. I've also watched the Skeeters games, or whatever that league is, that four-team setup they put in for yeah, yeah, this yeah. time. And I think it you know, it doesn't look unbelievable. It's minor league baseball, and fans are scattered everywhere. They're socially distanced. But it looks real because it is real. 
fans mm-hmm. are watching a game and there aren't that many and you get it because it's COVID and you just get over it. It's kind of like your point about the Nats and the Yankees. You know, you kind of get over it because you understand what it is. I know it's not mm-hmm. going to look ideal, but it, it, this pretending stuff. And then let's say this, Johnny. Let's say Fox on their NFL games, they throw in the digital fans, right? All right, mm-hmm. good for you to just to fill in the gaps. I doubt NFL Films does that, and that's where you're going to see all the highlights, right? Yeah, NFL right. Films is not going to throw in digital fans. No. They don't even have the technology to do it on the spot. They'd have to do it in post-production. So, I mean, they, you're right. I do think about this stuff way too much. Maybe I shouldn't talk about it, but that's what I do. No. I, li- I like hearing you talk about it because it makes me think about things. Huh, I didn't really think about that. I just – this is – this is uh, you know, I there are some bells and whistles I'm okay with, but for me it's just always about – the game. Just give me the yeah. game. Talk about the game. Give me the things about the game. Yeah. And, and that's that's what I, you know. But I think it's going to be pretty interesting, you know, in the NFL with the first eight rows that teams are going to have to tarp off and what teams can do with that. And this is where Premier League, I was very interested to see how they were going to do it and what they were going to do. And the, the Premier League teams used – kind of a mix there would be some ads that they would have on tarps and then they would have uh, you know their 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 covid logo we're really not here then they would have like an ad at the hat or whatever it might be then they had rolling ads on this uh, you know on the on the uh, boards uh, along the sidelines you know as they do a soccer game they had those that were rolling but the tarps they would have some ads on there as well now the nfl does not have the rolling ads on the sidelines so you know i read today where delta because Delta, you could see clearly when you're watching the Nats and Yankees, all those seats, I don't know what they call it, but it's Diamond Club here in Houston. Mm-hmm. But those areas that would be the Diamond Club, you never know who sponsors that because there's always people sitting there. Well, last night you found out, well, that's Delta because it was prominent. And <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm a ball club, I'm like, hey, you want, that's pretty good real estate right there. Yeah. That's yeah. maybe where you can get back a little bit of the money that you're going to end up losing in this thing. So, um, it's it, it, look, it's it, got to get creative. Greg Grissom would tell you that. You know that. You you know you know sales. Um, you've got to find ways to make some money, and that might be a great opportunity to say, "Hey, um, I don't know, H uh, E B Scott McClellan, you want from the ten to the thirty of these eight? You want that? All right, good." It is what it'll cost you. So I think there's going to be ways that teams can do it and do it creatively. But sometimes, you know, the fake fans, uh, fake noise, I don't know. It, it's, it's a little bit much. Thing is, we haven't seen football in this you know, COVID environment. So I'm curious to see how that's going to look and, and what that's going to look like. But you know, that's the one that strikes you know, close to our hearts. And hopefully they'll just do it right. Show some restraint and just give the game. That's what the fans want to see anyways. Just give them the game. Johnny, all this reminded me of something that I'd like to call Tales from the Booth. Tales from the Booth. Tales from the Booth. Okay, so. (laughs) I love it. Watching baseball last night without fans reminded me of broadcasting games at Fenway Park without fans. Now, the reason this happened is because uh, some of you might have heard of this tournament called the bean pot which is a hockey tournament in boston it's huge huge boston university harvard northeastern and boston college those four getting together and they play semis and a championship and a consolation game they might not play the consolation game anymore but it's huge they sell out the garden it's big it's big 
Well, they came up with a baseball bean pop, but nobody went because, I don't know, it's college baseball up north and nobody cares. So uh, <laughs> hockey was huge. I mean, I went to Boston University. It was a hockey school. Uh, very, you know, they're good in some other things from time to time, but it's a hockey school. So I once called when I was voicing UMass. UMass was in that bean pot because why? Oh, BU didn't have Boston University didn't, didn't have a baseball team. They actually mm-hmm. did once upon a time, but they filled yeah. it with a, it was a fully funded baseball team. So you had like nine scholarships, and they all went to hockey players who pretended to be on the baseball team. They got busted <laughs> by the NCAA. Puts um, Davis. Yeah, it's like, wait a minute, you're not really a baseball player if you join the team in May, okay? And this, and up north, the season's over by then. Uh, okay. But anyway, uh, UMass, there was a no-hitter. I called a no-hitter at Fenway Park. Oh, man. But nobody was there. It was like a f- family and friends, college baseball. It was UMass versus, I think it was Northeastern. And, you know, there I was in the booth, Fenway Park. And it was awesome to be there, don't get me wrong. But it was just weird calling a game with no fans where a kid is throwing a no-hitter. And that was very fun, oh, wow. but uh, but just bizarre. And seeing those highlights last night, I was like, why is this eerily familiar to me? Oh, yeah, I've done that. I've <laughs> yeah. done that. So Well, my my fa- you know my favorite Tales from the Booth uh, was the first <laughs> game that I ever did from the sideline. But I, I don't want to tell that one. I'll tell the one um, – because this one, you know, tales from the booth. Wait, wait, for before me, you, before you say anything, I want, I want to, we got to set it up one more time properly with uh, tales from the booth. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Go ahead. So, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with this one because you know, tales from the booth kind of for me ends up being tales from the sideline, mm-hmm. and <laughs> so we go to Indianapolis in 2015. And haven't beaten them, you know, the whole thing with Indianapolis in 20. Just ha- you know, like, God, get a win. TJ starts the game. He tears his ACL. We got to go to Brandon Whedon. And Whedon, the last drive of the first half, leads him to a field goal. I thought, hmm, kind of keeping him around a little bit. Like, we're sticking around. Like, okay. So we go on a 90-yard drive all the way down the field. And we start at the 10. We get to, I think we're down inside the 10. And so, OB, actually, I think Goose was calling plays then, George Gotze. And Goose comes up with this great play. He has Jalen Strong go in motion, and then he returns back across the formation of the flat. Brandon hits him. It ends up being a touchdown. So, right before that play, I'm standing pretty much at the goal line. And right before that play, just I, I can't really hear him, but I can just see him. And I've, ne- I've never done this. I don't – I never – I've gotten to where I talk to referees because i got to know them a little bit. Like, I know Cleet Blakeman now, uh, and yeah. I know a couple of the referees, and they kind of know me, so we talk a little bit. But I just said to the guy, I was well behind the yellow line where I'm supposed to stand, and I just said, you got plenty of room. I don't know why I told him that. I was like, you got plenty of room. So when Jalen catches the ball, he starts coming at the pylon. Well, I'm kind of watching him and seeing him score, and we're going to take the lead in the fourth quarter against the Colts in Lucas Oil, and I jump up like, yes! Well, when Dequell Jackson was coming across the formation, he was going to go make the tackle, and so there's a collision between Jackson and one of our guys trying to block him, and that kind of mesh of humanity forced the actual side judge to come all the way back to the yellow line by me. I'm up in the air 
cheering like we oh my like I, i'm freaking out and all of a sudden as i'm about to land i realize the side judge is literally in my lap so as i'm coming down if i just come down normally i'm gonna land right on top of him maybe drop like a people's elbow on his head or something and i'm like i'm behind the yellow line it's just this whole mass of people just started coming my way so as i come down i literally land like i'm just gonna give him the biggest bear hug and I never touched him. I was maybe like two wow. inches from him, but I never touched him. And I looked down to make sure. I watched that whole play from beginning to end, and I never was in a restricted area. But he just came all that way because of the two players that ran right. into him. And so I come down, and I'm literally – my arms are like around him, but not touching him. And I just immediately landed and took off. And and then Jalen obviously celebrated with the touchdown. And I just remember I was so excited. And he walked over to me, and he kind of looked at me. And I was like – I kind of pointed at the yellow line. I was like, I was behind the line, man, I, and I, I didn't touch you. And he goes, I, goes, I know, and he kind of smiled at me. And I was like, oh, thank God. You know, because you got that some of those guys trouble. that can be very difficult. But I was like, I was in the restricted uh, – I was behind behind where I was supposed to be. And I was like, okay, touchdowns from now on. I'm just going to stay well away from the pylon. I'll go to the back of the end zone. I started going to the back of the end zone, uh, and that was better uh, because you can see a whole lot more there. But I was like, oh, my gosh, as I'm coming down, I'm going to land on this referee. Oh, no. And then just missed him by <laughs> it, it, by two inches. And I was like, oh. Whew. And then, of course, we ended up winning the game, and it was such a great feeling. The things you run into or don't run into on the sideline. I mean, you know, oh. you and and DeAndre in 2015 oh, yeah. on Monday Night Football. All those instances <laughs> oh, yeah. and all those photos you're in. It's it's fun stuff. Yeah. All right, coming up. Well, rookies have been tested for COVID around the National Football League. There's a report. A few have tested positive. How many around the league have tested positive? And other stuff going on around the NFL. We'll get to it all on Texans All Access. Can't get enough Texans radio? We've got shows. We've got podcasts. We've got interviews. It's all on HoustonTexans.com. Teachers and parents, are you looking for educational resources to keep your students engaged at home during this challenging time? The Houston Texans, Toro, and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all the while having some fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the COVID-19 resources page and run your kids through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! Hey, Texans fans. With Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day. So skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery today. Hi, this is John Weeks with the Houston Texans. We are proud to be partners with the Houston Food Bank in presenting Huddle Against Hunger, a free in-school curriculum designed to provide information on hunger and poverty for students from elementary schools through high school. Sign your classroom up today at houstonfoodbank.org slash huddleagainsthunger. The mission of the Houston Texans Foundation is to be champions for Houston's youth. For more information, 
visit HoustonTexans.com slash community. For a winning feeling, visit Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse in the Galleria. Indulge in prime steak and seafood, world-class wines, and exceptional hospitality. Looking for the ultimate game day experience? Host clients, alumni, and friends in Del Frisco's private Texans room. Watch your favorite team on a 60-inch television while surrounded by Texans memorabilia and seating for up to 14 guests. From extra fine touches to big screen touchdowns, visit Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse. Located at 5061 Westheimer in the Galleria. Wildcat Golf Club is Houston's premier 36-hole golf facility, featuring the Lakes Course and the Highlands Course, located just minutes south of NRG Stadium. We're now offering a new and improved player development program, including unlimited range balls for less than $70 a month and 50% green fees after 4 p.m. Players hit off the mats Monday through Wednesday and off the grass Thursday through Sunday. Sign up for this program today at the Wildcat Pro Shop and mention Texans Radio, and we'll add an additional two free golf passes. More Texans Radio is on the way. The Texans report for testing tomorrow. And it will look unlike anything we've ever seen. It's going to be walkthroughs, learning and installing the offense, mentally getting reps. With the first real practice not till mid-August. Hang on to your helmets. Actually, you can put your helmet in the corner. You don't need that for a few weeks. Details are changing every day. And we'll keep you updated on the new look training camp as Texans news breaks. Houston's Sports Leader, Sports Radio 610. Do you know an outstanding Latino leader who is making a positive impact on Houston? Nominate them today for the Houston Texans Campeón de la Comunidad Award. Presented by Miller Lite. The award honors a leader in the Latino community who is making a positive impact on the city of Houston through service to a local nonprofit. Winner will receive a $20,000 grant for their nonprofit and recognition at a Texans home game. Visit HoustonTexans.com backslash campeón to nominate a Latino leader today. To a child, time spent outside is never a waste. Play is a job and a serious one at that. And each day is a new opportunity for adventure. At Texas Children's Hospital, we're all about happy, healthy kids. And as the official Children's Hospital of the Houston Texans and local sponsor of Play 60, we join our hometown team in hoping that in your house, play never goes out of style. We're here in Energy Stadium with our favorite people in Houston, our one and only Texans fans. So what are you guys cheering about? We're celebrating Dyke and opening the country's third largest manufacturing plant right here in Houston. Yeah, baby! That's over 5,000 employees already. And still growing. Wow, those are some winning Dykin stats for Houston. Sounds like they're one of our biggest fans. On three, two, one, Dykin! Air Intelligence! Already counting down the days until your next college football game day? Start planning your tailgate and prepping your face paint because the season starts right here in Houston with the Texas kickoff. Lane Kiffin and the Ole Miss Rebels are set to take on Dave Aranda and the Baylor Bears at NRG Stadium Sunday, September 6th. Experience the season debut for both of these new head coaches as they look to open the year with a bang. Start your fall off right. Head to TexasKickoff.com to join the wait list and be the first to know when tickets go on sale. Now back to more Texans talk on Texans All Access. Oh, yeah. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you. Okay, I teased this. So, rookies tested, and I thought this number was pretty low. According to Todd Pelissero, 
uh, 12 rookies around the league have tested positive. That's not bad, and it's July 24th, Johnny. I mean, and look, I That's... hope no one's sick, but yeah, I've, I've yeah. talked to, you know, and I know people know people who are sick, but I have yet to know anybody who's actually gotten sick sick, mm-hmm. um, mostly asymptomatics. But uh, good. I mean, not good that they tested positive, but good right. that it's a low number and you can deal with it, and that's that. And now, I think now that they're in the building, these rookies around the league in their buildings, mm-hmm. uh, the education is there, the testing is there, uh, the, the watchful eye of not only your coaches but your teammates too. You know, people mm-hmm. trying to make smart decisions when they're not in the building. I think that's all going to help. I can tell you this. The building is so decked out. You can tell us better than I can yeah. uh, how decked out the building is, uh, how they've set up for this, trying to keep people as safe as possible, following all the agreed-upon protocols, and uh, doing their best to keep everybody as healthy as possible uh, to get ready for the 2020 campaign. Now, I'm trying to think numbers-wise uh, as it pertains to rookies, but just think of it this way. 32 teams, 12 test positive. Now, you can have two for a team, but – but honestly, that's one uh, less than every other team. Yeah. So it's and it's, it's not, not just a... draft choices. We're talking about undrafted free agents. There's some hefty classes out there yep. when you factor in the undrafted with the draft picks. So uh, that's not too bad. These guys look like, by and large, they've been making really good decisions. That's every rookie tested, folks, yeah. and only twelve. I thought that number could be a lot bigger. Yeah, I, twelve. I don't think is a is a horrible number. Obviously, you'd like to see how many rookies were actually tested. Just if you do the math on the Texans, and the Texans had one of the smaller rookie classes, they had nine undrafted, five drafted, fourteen rookies. My math is correct. So even if you just did that number, fourteen times thirty-two, I think it's four fifty-eight. If I'm doing the math on the fly, four forty-eight. So even if you just did that, that's 12 out of 448, and you know the number's larger. You know the number's larger than that because the Texans had a small, um, had the smallest rookie class, I think, maybe of, maybe of the entire NFL. I don't, don't, don't quote me on that. But that's a, that's a pretty – 12 out of 448, talking, what, two and a half, less, less than 3%. It's good to have a math major on with us. I hope I or, did that math correctly. I'll be wait, wait. Were you, are, were you economics or um, I was math? civil engineering? Civil engineering. 14, you're really putting 32. that degree to work. Yeah, four forty-eight. Yeah, four forty-eight. Twelve divided by four forty-eight. Talking two point seven percent. So just under three percent. Very close on the fly like that. I mm-hmm. like that. I like that a yeah. lot. That's yeah. that's very good. Okay, that's cool. Um, Johnny, the other night you asked me uh, Antonio Brown. Uh, when he announced his retirement, <laughs> was I buying? Yeah. Uh, and I said, absolutely not. And, of course, uh, he wants to come back. And I heard McLean talking about this during the afternoon show today. Uh, look, and I thought I thought Ron, Ron the show, had mm-hmm. a good point that, you know, look, Antonio Brown, I know like the, the list of troubles is long, okay? But – why can't the league just say, all right, you've got an eight-game suspension when you come back waiting for you, or a four-game, whatever it is, whatever the punishment is, this is it when you come back. And that way, whoever wants to sign him knows yeah. that there's a suspension or if there's no suspension or whatever they decide to do with him. I'm always amazed how long these things can take and then how, 
I don't know. They just seem to be from time to time a little inconsistent, but that's just my personal feeling on it. Yeah, I would imagine just – I'm not going to say I give the NFL a pass on this one, but for the last four right, months – the last four months they've been trying to figure out how do we hold a virtual draft? How do we play a season? How do we do all these things in a COVID-19 world? How do we do all of that? I would imagine on Roger Goodell's to-do list, those two things are, were probably at the top of his list and probably way down at the bottom of the uh, legal pad – it said decide what to do about Antonio Brown. Yeah, now, I know that thing. I know it's that one he's guy. not the. I know it's one guy. I get that, but I feel like this one. I would think this is just my gut. Mm-hmm. I would think that there are certain players throughout the league where the commissioner, absolutely without question, is going to be involved in the process of what happens. Yep. Now I know they're like CBA things. Um, have changed, so I'm not sure how it will be going forward. But to me, there are certain players in which the commissioner needs to be involved. If you're talking about, you know, some rookie, uh, okay, decide Troy Vincent or whoever's in the in the league office. It's Antonio Brown we're talking about here. So right. I can imagine that Roger Goodell needed to be involved in that in some way, shape, or form. I don't know. Maybe they dragged their feet on because they're not sure. They don't have the evidence. Nobody will talk. Who well, I knows? think that's. I think that's more likely. I will give them a pass on that. That they don't have the up-to-date, accurate, 100%, uh, all of it, information, uh, as opposed to they didn't have time. Because I see what our organization has dealt with, not in terms of discipline, but in terms of just preparing for this season in this environment. And I'm so impressed with everything, all the work everyone's done, and I'm thinking they could get it done. But that's just the way I am. All right, Johnny, thanks so much for the week of shows. We'll be back Monday at 6, but all weekend long on HoustonTexans.com. Uh, inspiring chain special Sunday night, 11 on ABC 13 Texans 360 to tomorrow night at 11 ABC 13. And thank you, Brandon, for producing. Have a great night, everyone. And go Texans. This is Texans radio on sports radio, 610. From the slightest bend to complex motions, your body is made to move. At Houston Methodist Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, our teams are using advanced technology and imaging to develop custom treatment plans, and our minimally invasive procedures can help you heal faster. We have the expertise to keep you moving because every movement matters. Find the care you need at 20 locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Do you know an outstanding Latino leader who is making a positive impact on Houston? Nominate them today for the Houston Texans Campeón de la Comunidad Award. Presented by Miller Lite. The award honors a leader in the Latino community who is making a positive impact on the city of Houston through service to a local nonprofit. Winner will receive a $20,000 grant for their nonprofit and recognition at a Texans home game. Visit HoustonTexans.com backslash campeón to nominate a Latino leader today. Welcome to Louisiana's largest casino resort. Come to Cachata Casino Resort and play the largest gaming floor in the Lake Charles area with thousands of the newest, most exciting slots, over 65 table games, live bingo and off-track betting, plus beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, and the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Experience good old Louisiana hospitality Cachata style at Cachata Casino Resort, Louisiana's best bet. 
Telemundo Houston entertains you every night with at 6 p.m. Exatlón, at 8 p.m. La Doña, at 9 p.m. Operación Pacífico, and at 10 p.m. Noticiero Telemundo Houston informs you with breaking news, the most accurate weather forecast with La Autoridad en el Tiempo, investigations with Telemundo Houston Responde and Investiga, and sports with Domina La Acción. Join us at 11 a.m., 4, 5, and 10 p.m. on air, online, and via our free mobile app. Telemundo Houston, working for you. Hey, parents and teachers. We know teaching kids at home can be hard, and teaching math can be even harder. Well, Schlumberger and the Houston Texans are here to make math fun with the Texans Stats Challenge. Get your student in the game with worksheets, videos, tips, and more to make math fun using the game of football. All for free. The Stats Challenge, presented by Schlumberger, is designed for sixth grade students and covers a variety of math topics. Find the Stats Challenge and other great resources as we continue to huddle at home at HoustonTexans.com slash community. Already counting down the days until your next college football game day? Start planning your tailgate and prepping your face paint because the season starts right here in Houston with the Texas kickoff. Lane Kiffin and the Ole Miss Rebels are set to take on Dave Aranda and the Baylor Bears at NRG Stadium Sunday, September 6th. Experience the season debut for both of these new head coaches as they look to open the year with a bang. Start your fall off right. Head to TexasKickoff.com to join the wait list and be the first to know when tickets go on sale. Lots more to break down next on Texans Radio. Hyundai has always had your back, and now Hyundai is also looking out for your pocketbook. Introducing Hyundai Complementary Maintenance, three years or 36,000 miles of coverage that includes all basic maintenance. Hyundai, the longer you look, the more there is to like. Drive home in a new 2020 Hyundai Sonata, starting at just 24575 Complimentary maintenance included. Visit buyhyundai.com or see your local Hyundai dealer today. Call 202-929-0073 for complete details. Hey, Texans fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day. So skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. Want to start an argument with sports fans? Ask who should be the MVP. Everybody has an opinion. This player does this, and that player does that, and I could be persuaded either way. But when it comes to an MVP of MPG, yeah, miles per gallon, I made my choice. Chevron with Tecron. Why? Well, number one, it's proven. No gasoline gets better mileage. Number two, no gasoline has more cleaning power to help keep vital engine parts clean. Unbeatable mileage, unbeatable cleaning. You can't argue with that. Chevron with Tecron. Care for your car. Here at the Kroger Company, the fight against hunger is something that we are very passionate about. That's why we created the Zero Hunger, Zero Waste Foundation and have committed more than $6 million to our nonprofit partners, $3 million to Feeding America and No Kid Hungry, and $100,000 to the Greater Houston COVID-19 Relief Fund. You can help support our goal to end hunger in our communities by donating a dollar or rounding up your total to the nearest dollar at any Kroger store. To learn more, visit thekrogerco.com. Wildcat Golf Club is Houston's premier 36-hole golf facility, featuring the Lakes Course and the Highlands Course, located just minutes south of NRG Stadium. We're now offering a new and improved player development program, including unlimited range balls for less than $70 a month and 50% green fees after 4 p.m., 
players hit off the mats Monday through Wednesday and off the grass Thursday through Sunday. Sign up for this program today at the Wildcat Pro Shop and mention Texans Radio, and we'll add an additional two free golf passes. The mission of the Houston Texans Foundation is to be champions for Houston's youth. On Texans Tuesdays throughout the season, Texans players spend their only day off in the community, meeting fans and helping further our mission to do great things for Houston. Last year, Texans players made 250 appearances supporting programs in education, character development, and health and fitness to empower the next generation of Texans. For more information, visit HoustonTexans.com slash community. KILT, KILT, FMHD2, Houston. Radio.com Sports Station. And your home of the Houston Texans. Rock and roll. Houston Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610.